welcome welcome and thank you for joining me today i am dina and this is discussions with dina you know i have often wondered about the impact to children and people here in this country the united states not just here but all over the world but particularly here in the united states i have always wondered the effects of the sexually suggestive material that we and our children are constantly being bombarded with. That's through the TV, the internet, and even music. I find it a little distasteful, but mostly I also find it um, irresponsible for a society to feed into the lower desires of its people. Everything from ads, music, TV shows, etc. Media has really got to take some of the responsibility for the degradation of this society. I have personally seen some disgusting sexually suggestive ads and even primetime shows, sitcoms and commercials that are complicit in showing people engaging in sexual acts. And you can call it acting, however, the mind doesn't distinguish it in that way. Now, animation, animated cartoons are the thing to exploit sexual immorality with. And the sad part is that we laugh. And we often see characters like um, pedophiles. Uh, we see people having sex with animals and um, adults engaging in sexual acts with children we think just because it's animated it's harmless and it hurts no one but let me just say if you think that you are wrong when we allow and accept this as the norm in our society we become complicit and morale is really gone out the window we become morally bankrupt in this process and evil becomes fair seen and that's what it means many parents today seem to have become duplicit in their repulsive in this repulsive form of entertainment they will sit with their children sometimes laugh at this foolishness and it does have an effect on our psyche today I was well actually I think I read it Sunday I was reading JAMA, which stands for the Journal of the American Medical Association. It recently published an article that was dated, I think it was November 9th, in which they did an investigation into the prevalence of distress associated with difficulty controlling sexual urges or feelings and behaviors in the United States. This was a uh, article that it actually came to my phone but I tend to read this book whenever I'm in public places it's always on the table. In this study they found that 8.6% of the national representative samples of women endorsed clinically relevant levels of distress 
and or impairment associated with difficulty controlling um, sexual feeling urges and behaviors. Um, there were 2,325 participants between the age of 18 and 50 that were in this study. What they wanted to know, they was trying to understand if they had a problem controlling their sexual feelings, their sexual urges, and they use what's called a compulsive sexual behavior um, inventory. It was just a way to score each person. What it was, it was a um, scale. They put them on a scale from zero to 65 to see the levels of distress and or impairment. And if you score 35 or higher, it meant that you were having sexual urges and behaviors that um, was really uncontrolled. 10.3% of men and 7% of women that participated exemplified levels of distress and or impairment with difficulty controlling sexual feelings, sexual urges and behavior. This was sad for me to hear. Of the 2,325 participants, 1,174 of them were female. That meant like 50.5%. And these people scored over 35%. In conclusion, they found out that there was a high prevalence of this prominent feature associated with compulsive, compulsive sexual behavior disorder. And it had implications for healthcare professionals in society. And they came to the conclusion that healthcare professionals should be alert to the high number of people who are distressed about their sexual behavior. Carefully assess the nature of the problem within it. They mentioned Tiger Woods and Harvey Weinstein. And they said, um, they conjectured that sex addiction is a growing and unrecognized epidemic. While the scientific community debates whether such a problem even exists. And reading from the article, it stated that although psychiatry has a long history of attempting to characterize hypersexuality, researchers and clinicians' views regarding whether it represents a true psychiatric disorder or is merely indicative of a larger socio-cultural problem labeled as out-of-control sexual behavior. Sociocultural context and find appropriate treatments for both men and women. So this is what they're suggesting, that there should be treatment. As I said before, you can find this article in the Journal of the American Medical Association that stated November 9, 2018. But you have to ask yourself, what exactly does this mean? I tell you. It lets me know we have some sick, sick, pathetic individuals among us, among us. And it further explains why some of the most disturbing sexual behavior continues to be brought to the forefront. Who? I mean, what kind of person could look at a baby, an infant or child in a sexual way 
It's just not natural. And society has played a role in this travesty. How can we change this? There has to be a changing of the culture if we desire change in society's thinking. It has become an uncivilized society or an even more uncivilized society, I should say. It has become so prevalent that many of us are nonchalant to seeing and hearing it. It's to the point now that whenever you attempt to watch even children's programming on TV, you have to keep the remote in your hand to quickly turn a fast forward when watching children's shows. There are so many raunchy commercials that are purposely embedded in children's broadcast shows. Shows that show people engaging in sexual activity or speaking vulgar sexual language or commercials that imply sex or use sex to sell anything. People make commercials selling food that implies sex. The cable TV commercial, car commercials, and even appliance commercials. It's a mental sickness that most of us have become indoctrinated into. There is no reason for us to be explaining to a two-year-old why you're watching a children's show. Why, on the commercial, there are two people humping each other, tearing off each other's clothes, tearing up furniture, breathing and moaning. Anyone ever wonder how this affects a child to see this early in life? Why would a sound, intelligent mind I mean, a rationally thinking person even include these kind of commercials in a TV show that is designed for children viewing. I see it all the time. And it's just sad. I also find that it's demeaning and um, impressionable to our young girls. It depicts us sometimes as nothing more than sexual objects to be used for pleasure and played with and disrespected, then you move on to the next toy. Instead of um, looking at us as necessary beings, and um, we help the society to live, to thrive. If there was no females, there couldn't be a continuation of this society. TV should show women in a better way. And we have to take some responsibility for this because some of us like the attention. But we deserve respect, protection, and should be given the opportunity to provide beneficial information, services, or assistance to this society without being expected to expose our breasts, our waist, our legs, or anything else, and to be taken seriously. Often, women are judged clearly on looks and it has something to do with this sexualized society i want to know what you think about this subject i would like for you to press the subscribe button and leave your comment and i want to thank you for listening and i will see you next time on discussions with dina